Hello, listeners. Welcome to the podcast. I am Alex Courtright, your host, and this is where you can find my life and writings. It's that time of the week where I let you guys in on what I'm reading and loving. A comprehensive rundown of what you need to know before buying and short, because you don't have the time. This week, it's The Poppy War by Rebecca Kwong. This is a pretty darn popular book. There's no shortage of praise for it, and I think it's pretty deserved. When I read this one, it was the surprise of the year for me. I read a lot of books that I like and even love, but The Poppy War is a different breed for me. It's not just a great book, it's the start of a trilogy, and it's got something really important to say. It stands out not just because it's a story well told. I think it's one that can last. I actually came across this book because I was browsing through the award nominees for the year that it came out, and I was planning to just pick something kind of at random based on what I was interested in out of that list. Sometimes I can be really bad about reading current work, so I was going out of my way to find something that was fresh. Now, just reading the back blurb on the book, I wasn't exactly blown away, but it seemed interesting enough. If it was nominated for awards, it had to be at least decent, right? Like always, it actually helped a lot in my mind that the cover art for the paperback version of this book is absolutely gorgeous. But anyway, let's get you acquainted. The Poppy Wars protagonist, Rin, is an orphan. Her life is rough and her guardians run a criminal business. They have little care for her and only plan to use her to further their own schemes. So it's not exactly convenient to them when Rin aces the keju, the keju, keju, keju. I have no idea how to pronounce that. Anyway, she aces this test that is meant to find the brightest young minds and bring them to the most elite schools. She tests into Synagard, the most elite of military schools, and her life changes drastically. But things aren't going to be easy for her being a dark-skinned girl of lower class in a school that's meant for rich kids. While at the school, Rin discovers that she has access to these magical shaman powers that allow her to commune with a god and inhabit its power. The power is bigger than her and the school though, and a third poppy war is ready to be sparked at any moment. That's enough without getting into major spoilers. So the first thing that I noticed about this book when I started is that it's nothing to write home about. Almost the entire first half of the book is incredibly basic, if I'm being honest. It reads like a typical YA, young girl goes to fighting school and learns magic type of story. I took notice of this early on, but what really caught my eye was just how easy it was to read. Kwong has an incredibly good sense of pace and accessibility, especially for her age. While the beginnings of the book don't exactly feel original, she writes in such a way that is endearing and relatable, while keeping the plot rolling and not really giving you time to stop and think about how original the story actually is. There were times when I would begin reading and get so lost in the story that an hour later I would be genuinely amazed at how many pages I had plowed through. There's just something about the characters, story, and style that you find that you just can't stop reading. It's just so well done. Now, that's not to say that this book is not original. It is quite original, in fact. It just doesn't seem like it as early on. The idea of using illegal drugs to permit access to commune with gods and use their powers 
is a really awesome one. It makes for some truly epic possibilities. And halfway through the book, the story takes a really interesting turn, bringing the stakes ever higher. What felt like basic young girl at fighting school tropes suddenly turn into something that have a lot bigger implications, something more dangerous. You realize that Kong has been giving you pieces to a puzzle and doing some really important character building along the way. The novel explodes into chaos and the reader boards a train that is racing towards destruction and heartache. What once felt like a fun YA romp becomes an incredibly adult rumination on war and its rippling effects. The series is meant to be a historically inspired fantasy tale, building a main character to resemble Chinese histories, Mao, and the rise of communism. This novel even includes depictions that closely resemble the rape of Nanking, a horrifying event that you might feel better off not knowing about. But Kuang really pulls no punches, despite how much they hurt. The series that the Poppy War begins is grim and dark, and I don't know if we can expect the happiest of endings. What I do know is that this book is one to stand above the rest, because it stands for something bigger than itself. It's deeply engaging, emotionally charged, and personal almost to a fault. Gripping in a way that few books can be. As I wait for the third and final book of this trilogy, I get a sense of both dread and excitement for how Kwong plans to end this harrowing tale. Thanks for listening to this one. Be sure to leave a five-star review on the podcast. It helps me out a ton. And subscribe if you haven't already. Don't forget to pick up The Poppy War by Rebecca Kwong. You won't regret it. I will talk to you guys in the next episode.